it's time to go to an expert who spent time over in the Middle East. The heart of the problem where the infection sits is Johnny Moore. He's an ISIS expert and author of Defying ISIS and gives us a real perspective on why Christianity is targeted and why ISIS wants to hit us during their holiest period, Ramadan. Johnny, welcome back. Thanks, Brian. Good to be with you. So, Johnny, I'm sitting here on the radio Friday, and I'm seeing France, then Tunisia, and then Kuwait, and then I hear about Kobani, uh, the massacre in Kobani that nobody talks about, over 200 mostly women and children massacred by ISIS because the Kurds took that town back and they want to make them pay. What's the mindset? Yeah, you know, the, the fact is that these barbarians are just playing with us. That's what they're doing. And we, we make these massive PR moves, and we act like that we've done more than we actually have. And what ends up happening is the city like Kobani ends up a sitting duck. Because we did the same thing in Kobani that we did in the entire Nineveh plain. We didn't provide security after liberation. And so you're exactly right. One of the greatest atrocities, in fact, the greatest atrocity in terms of lives lost was this systematic murder of women and children in Kobani. You know, Brian, Friday represents a turning point in the war with ISIS. They simultaneously engaged in these attacks on multiple continents and multiple cities. And by the way, the other story nobody's talking about is what happened in Hasaka, Syria where there were 4,000 Christians who had fled to Osaka. In fact, I was part of the group that got them there two months ago because it was a safe city. But the world turned it back on Hisaka. And now ISIS is on the border of Hisaka, moving into the city. And so 4,000 Christians had to flee for a third time to another Syrian city. And they're all sitting ducks, and the world remains asleep. So what I don't understand is, uh, why, why isn't there more alarm throughout the area? For example, when Jordan, when Jordan had their pilot burned, uh, they, they were motivated. Now I don't hear anything. Uh, Egypt said, we'll offer an army. Now I don't hear anything. The UAE says, oh, we'll offer some, an air force, but now I don't hear anything. Is it because we are not coordinating this effort with any, with any, uh, with any zeal? Yeah, we're all talk and no action. That, that's the status quo of American foreign policy and in the Middle East. So, you know, we, we talk a lot about training, you know, Syrian rebels, whatever that means. Half of them ended up. We have a hundred. ISIS affiliates. Right. Yeah, we have a exactly hundred. We have no volunteers. That's what we've done. No, it's insane. And, and by the way, the Jordanians and the Egyptians, you know, I know these people. They are absolutely willing to do more. They want to put their skin in the game. They'll put boots on the ground. They'll fight whatever fight needs to be fought. But they have to be resourced by the United States. Because the fact is, whether or not the United States believes it is or wants to be the sole superpower in the world, we are. Nobody has the military resources and nobody has the economic resources that we have. And while we're sitting on the sidelines twiddling our thumbs, we're watching ISIS grow at a rapid pace. I mean, ISIS is now operating in dozens of countries, and, and, it, and significantly so in at least eight countries. In, in, in Yemen and Syria, Iraq, Afghanistan, Nigeria, Somalia, Libya, Egypt, Sinai Peninsula, Kenya, Indonesia, Malaysia. It just goes on and on. They're growing at a rapid pace. And by the way, these, these people who would have us believe that it's just contained within the borders of Iraq and Syria, well, that alone is a reason to, to act. I mean, they, they control a piece of land larger than the U.K. between, the Iraq, and Syria, between Iraq and Syria. But that aside... They're targeting Westerners in other countries. I mean, this is what we saw in Tunisia. Of the, of the people that were killed in Tunisia on that beach on Friday, nearly all of them were British citizens. 15, right? Oh, or no, is it... it was 30. It's, it, keeps, it keeps going up. 30 British citizens. 
So there's people who've been rounded up in Tunisia. And what's the goal? To get the West out. And guess what they did? They left by the thousands. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. Like, ISIS will continue to terrorize the world until the world makes itself terrifying to them. That's the only language these people understand. It's the only language that that they speak. And what we're seeing again and again is we're seeing more and more threats within our own borders because we're not taking the threat outside of our borders seriously enough. I mean, the FBI says, uh, without question, they say they're tracking ISIS affiliates in all 50 states of the United States. That's just a fact. They can't keep up. It's just getting worse and worse and worse, and our leaders are twiddling their thumbs. So that's what's happening. I mean, and there are stories that nobody knows about, Brian. Like, you know, when, when ISIS, about 10 days ago, they, they found a Basically, a lone surviving Christian woman in the men of a plane. Uh, basically, all the Christians left in the men of a plane in Iraq are sex slaves. But there was this 80-year-old woman, and she refused to submit to ISIS. And do you know what they did to her? They burned her alive. That's what they did to her. Uh, that, that's probably the sick things that uh, America wants to turn away from because they said, you know, we spent enough time and money in Iraq. If these people can't settle their own problems, we're going to worry about our own economy. But Johnny Moore, as an ISIS expert and author of Defying ISIS, you've seen the terror up close, and they want to come here. They want to go into France. France realizes that. They want Britain. The British leaders want to uh, realize that. And I think our intelligence experts understand here, but I don't think our political experts do. No, no, no. Well, I, I think they I think they understand more than they, they act like they do. And I, and I think our intelligence experts and our military, their hands are tied. And the United States government, the White House in particular, has been crystal clear that they do not want the United States embroiled in this conflict. And by the way, that's the policy that got us ISIS in the first place. We decided to wipe our hands of Libya and wipe our hands of Syria and wipe our hands of the situation. We decided to embrace a policy of letting these people solve their problems right. themselves. And it just didn't work. Well, you know what it reminds me of, case. Johnny? You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the mindset during the Clinton years, during the rise of al-Qaeda. They say, well, that's a problem. We'd like to take them out. We know they declared war on us, but it's not that big of a problem yet. It's not a priority until our towers get blown up and the Pentagon's on fire, and then we're motivated. Yeah, and now we have a terrorist group that's so awful, they've been excommunicated by al-Qaeda. I mean, that's where this has gotten. You know, 10 years ago, the worst thing we could imagine was al-Qaeda. And now this group is even worse than that, and they get worse by the day. I mean, you, you know, of course, about them you know, kidnapping these supposed spies in Mosul last week. And they, they put them in that cage, and they dropped them in the water, and they drowned them to death while they filmed it underwater. And then they spread the video all around the world. They will continue to terrorize the world until – the Western powers begin to terrorize them. That's just what it's going to take. And by the way, we're running out of time. Every single day of my life, I'm working on rescuing Christians in, in Iraq and Syria. And, and by the way, Libya. You know, Libya is going to become Somalia if, if something doesn't happen soon. Except for it's going to be a, a, a Somalia with lots of oil in the ground right across the Mediterranean from, from Europe. And Christians are being systematically kidnapped, displaced. And in many cases, killed in the most brutal way imaginable or sold as sex slaves, one to nine-year-old Christian girls listed by their age and by their religion on the price list. 
That, that's what's happening in this world that we're living in. And we're literally looking at a world in the 21st century where we haven't seen persecution of Christians like this since the first century. And we're watching the eradication of Christianity from the Middle East. And, and the world isn't paying attention. And now it I, feels like the Holocaust. And now I hear they're going into uh, Gaza. Uh, Daniel Silver is an author of uh, different counterterror operations and an expert in this area. This is what he said when asked yesterday, cut three. I'm not in the business of giving strategic advice to ISIS, but I'm going to give them a little advice tonight. Um, if you would like to keep your little caliphate that you've got for a few months, don't attack the United States on the 4th of July. I think that even this administration would be duty-bound to respond in a, in a forceful way. Um, that said, um, if these three attacks that we saw in the last couple of days in France, in Tunisia, and, and Kuwait get traced back to ISIS and fully linked to them, that means that this group already done, then does have global reach. Do you agree with that? I, I agree with everything except for the fact that the United States' hand might be forced. I've been so close to the situation so far, I have zero confidence that even if there's a significant attack on the United States, that the president of the United States will act decisively. I think he'll wait. I think he'll negotiate. I think he'll do everything in his power to delay the type of action necessary. I hate to say it, but look at what we've seen over the last year. Thanks so much. Uh, Johnny Moore, an ISIS expert. Go get his book, Defying ISIS. It's a, it's a quick read, but a thorough read to give you a competency on the number one threat to America right now, save Russia. Johnny, thanks. Thanks for having me.